Hello everyone, it's Austin. We did intend to release this episode on the 4th of July along with episodes 1 and 2, but we experienced some technical difficulties with our editing software, so here it is a few days late. Hope you enjoy the show! Okay, that's fine. We can share, Chris. Nope. No. <laughs> Edit that out. Order! Order in the court! Thank you. Now. All rise! The Court of Public Opinion is now in session. The Honorable Chief Justice Kristen and Associate Justice Austin presiding. Now calling to trial the multiverse's most controversial social debate topics. They shall be resolved once and for all. You may be seated. Saturday and welcome to the third installment of the Court of Public Opinion podcast. Happy 4th of July once again and happy International Cherry Pit Spitting Day. There's a lot of holidays going on on the 4th of July. I would also like to shout out the love of my life, Molly. It's her birthday today. And <gasps> happy I birthday, Molly. Didn't say anything the last two episodes, but for everyone who doesn't know, which is everyone, uh, Molly is Kristen's dog. She's adorable. And she is. she is an Australian cattle dog, right? Yeah, mixed with something, but she is the best baby. Hashtag go right. follow at Molly the Aussie dog on Instagram. What? Yeah, that is her handle. <laughs> go follow her. She's a joy. She is so cute, and she loves walking with me even more than she loves walking with Kristen. She actually, yeah, she actually really, <laughs> like, loves walking and playing with you and, like, just being in your presence more than she likes being in mine. Which is surprising, because she is mostly terrified of men. And all living things. And but, everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little upsetting. Well, cool. This is our show. Uh, how are we doing this week? How are we doing this week, Kristen? Well, episode, because no time has passed for our listeners. So how are we doing this episode? I'm doing a lot better than I was last weekend. Oh, yeah. We were we were uh, a little hyped up too much for the recording of episode two. Yeah. Uh, we got a little that bit of two performance ago. anxiety. Oh, last weekend when last we went weekend camping. Last weekend we went camping. Yes. And I almost died. Oh, yeah. Kristen had to. a panic attack last weekend because <laughs> the... Way up to the campground, uh, we went camping in Lake Arrowhead, and Google Maps took us on a off-roading trail, and I ended up <laughs> driving Kristen's car in what yes. was one of the most stressful driving situations I've ever experienced, and uh, yeah, I ended up taking the wheel because he... Kristen was losing it, and by the time we got... <laughs> Uh, by the time we got to the bottom of that trail, I was I was pretty much losing it too. But yeah, you, thank goodness like for for our to... friends being present and spotting me when I had to drive over crazy rocks. Shout out to Jordan for that one, and shout out to Kara and her deodorant for calming me down because <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> and then your other update, other yeah, than guys, camping? I am no longer unemployed. I have a real human job yay and no thanks covid yeah no but but it's good because i'm here mm -hmm. because i was supposed to move for the Kristen's summer Kristen's got a lawyer job yeah she does and she's working remote instead of moving up to northern california yeah she is 
It's been fun. Which is great because now we can record this podcast and be in the same room together. Yay. You probably shouldn't tell people that because it's like we're coviding right now. We're coviding? <laughs> Do people know that we're like coviding together? <laughs> We've been coviding together this entire time. I think it's okay. Okay. I like I, don't know I like that you just coined the term coviding. So, we're going to we're going to stick with that. We're For all of you guys together. who are quarantining together, you're you're actually coviding together. You're coviding together. <laughs> Well, are you ready? Are you ready to set up our, our COVID space? Talk for... about this candle. Yes. Would you like to ask me what candle we're burning? What candle are we burning today? We today... have to we have to get the ambiance of the room ready for argumentation. Right, and because last week we got super heated and one of us <laughs> has cried every time. Um, I have pulled out this Jax Kelly, not a sponsor, crystal candle, blue. Chalcedony. Yes, we looked up the pronunciation because Chalcedony. It's spelled like Chalcedony, but it's Chalcedony. Sorry for being ignorant and maybe a little bit dumb, Um, but it's a calming stone. Awesome. Hopefully this calms us a little bit. I don't know about that, but we're going to try. So We'll try to keep calm, try not to yell at each other too intensely, but that all being said, we we need to say our disclaimer. (laughs) Okay, everybody. This is an intentionally argumentative podcast. We're choosing to take opposing sides of an argument, whether or not our personal values align with it, for entertainment purposes. So please don't pass judgment on our personal character based on our arguments. I mean, by all means, have fun, throw shade, give us shit, but like, don't don't take it too seriously. Except today, you can you can take oh this one's big very seriously. Well, what are we arguing today, Kristen? are the movie fans gonna have strong opinions about this one uh today we are arguing which chris is the best chris Ooh, and are, are we narrowing it down to the the main four okay yes to keep this purely like resembling the internet debates that we've all seen where we've we have narrowed them down to the four so chris pratt chris, chris. pine chris hemsworth oh, sorry you wanted to go i, I wanted back to alternate but that's okay, fine i'll start Chris Pine. Chris Pratt. Chris Hemsworth. And Chris Evans. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was. Uh, so the origin of this one. Um, can we light this candle? Oh, yeah, we, we got to light talking? it. Okay, okay. Light light away. I can't. I can't work on lighter. <laughs> I have to come over there and help you light it? Okay. But if you could teach me how, and then I'd stop having to ask you. I like to use the, not little, but the really big lighters that you can't, like the mm, flame is the very far like away from you. Distant, yeah. Like okay, the I'm ones for barbecue. Right Let the calming, the calming essence of this candle work its magic. Woohoo. All right. So where did this argument originate let's get some context so everyone has heard it before who's better chris hemsworth evans pratt or pine the four are generally handsome white dudes who star in superhero (laughs) movies the internet has not given us a definitive answer between the four but today we have chosen a chris that we believe is better than the rest so for some examples of chris's okay well you're going to be arguing in favor of because we had to pick two i we had to pick two well, you're arguing one. I'm arguing one. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. So, in this debate, Kristen's I arguing for... I have picked Chris Evans because that is the only correct answer. 
And Chris Evans is 39 years old, born June 13th, 1981. Austin thought I didn't know that, <laughs> but I did. And happy belated birthday happy belated to you, birthday, sir. Happy birthday, Chris. Um, he's six foot tall. He's from Boston, Massachusetts. His job title is professional badass, and he has an adorable doggo named Dodger. Uh, I was a little confused prior to the whole, like, context with the four actors, so I decided to go with Chris Cuomo, uh, CNN reporter and brother of the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo. He's clearly the best Chris because he apparently received, uh, he, he apparently recently recovered from the coronavirus after placing himself in a basement quarantine for a few <laughs> weeks and was also apparently caught on camera standing naked in his backyard in the background of his wife's yoga video. <laughs> that was on the Fox News. What um, in the heck? Which means America's ass has some competition. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I joke, I joke. We're not talking about Chris Cuomo. The best Chris, obviously, is Chris Daniels, 17-year-old TikTok star from Ohio who has 1.2 million followers and 73.3 million likes. He is self-proclaimed growl boy of TikTok. And growl? He, yes, growl. What? Well, he is the best Chris because I don't understand his fame. Like... <laughs> Most of his videos are are brief selfie videos of him like making a pouty face to the camera and running his fingers through his hair to the sound of various hip hop songs, which seems to be like a lot of TikTok videos. And my logic is that he's the best Chris, because if you have some sort of like dark wizardry that allows you to become like that famous and utilize TikTok as a profitable skill, then you like you're clearly the best. You're clearly beating us all. So if we had been taking it out of these parameters this whole time, I would have picked like Chris Jenner or <laughs> Kristen Bell or something. Like I didn't know this Chris, was an option. Kit Harrington, like he's a Chris. <gasps> His real name is Chris. It's Christopher. Christopher Harrington. Yeah. Okay, well, all, all of those were lies and jokes, so <laughs> I'll, I'm actually going to be the arguing. The fact that Kit Harrington's name is Chris is not a lie, I actually. Looks yeah, that's fun up. facts. Fun facts. And had I known that prior to today, I probably would have written something about Kit Harrington. Anyway, we're keeping <laughs> to the we're keeping to the four that the internet has placed uh, in in this ongoing battle of Chris's. So I'm going to be arguing on behalf of Chris Hemsworth. 36 years old, born August 11th, 1983, 6 foot 3 inches tall, born in Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne. Melbourne, excuse me. <laughs> and his job title is actor, husband of Spanish model Elsa Pataki, father of three pretty damn adorable children, and part-time god of thunder. It's not America's ass. He's Australia's ass. Anyway, who, who started the argument last time? Was it you? Or was it me? You went, but this works a lot better. If I argue first. If you argue first. Because <laughs> I have some built-in rebuttals. Okay, that's kind of cheating, but... That, you, he, look, Austin had the opportunity to keep this a surprise for me the whole time, but he chose not to. I kept, I kept Chris Cuomo and Chris Daniels a you surprise. It, and it did not disappoint, however... <laughs> For for the record, let, let's get let's get the the listeners a little behind the scenes. We put all of our arguments onto a Google Doc, and so we can see our arguments side by side. It's only fair because when you argue in real court, you submit your brief to the other side. So, 
we, we want to know what each other is arguing in the beginning so we can structure a rebuttal mm-hmm. so we know what we're arguing against and so our research lo- like looks a little bit better going in. But the advantage that I have in this case is that Kristen... You did all of your research just now. Kristen, hey. I'm also half awake because <laughs> I took a, no- a nap while you were doing it. But and also, no. Kristen is red-green colorblind. <laughs> so inside the Google Doc, I highlighted all of... or some of my text in red and turned the text color to green so to Kristen it just looks like a bunch of gray blocks it's a blob <laughs> i can't read it which felt kind of brilliant anyway <laughs> are we ready to get into our arguments super ready fantastic i've got 10 minutes on the clock this for... one will probably be the most heated one because my love for <laughs> we're Chris burning Evans. a calming candle you, the world just can't understand how much I love Chris Evans and how prepared I am to kick your ass right now. Bring it, sister. <laughs> and three, two, one. Good day, Your Honor, and may it please the court. Austin Andrade, on behalf of Chris Hemsworth, is the best Chris. I would like to reserve an indefinite period for the public ridicule of my opponent, opponent because after this, she won't stand a chance of avenging her position in this argument. As stated previously, Chris Hemsworth is an Australian-born film actor who has received 43 credits, acting credits, on IMDb since 2012. Since his 2012... Good lord, I'm going to start all of that over because that was a hot (laughs) fucking mess. As stated previously, Chris Hemsworth is an Australian-born film actor who has received 43 acting credits on IMDb since his 2002 role of as King Arthur in the Guinevere Jones TV series. Uh, Amongst his acting roles since then, um, he has been... Oh, I already said. I'm so good at this. (laughs) What's happening? You skipped a whole bullet point. We're doing fine. We're doing fine. I'm just a little stressed. And I've got eight minutes... Why are you stressed? (gasps) Stop timing yourself. Literally, nobody is paying attention to how much time we've given ourselves to this point (laughs) and the end of everybody's argument always like the last person to go always devolves into just straight up rebuttal so like we're not following the structure okay well my main concern was the transition but i'm just gonna throw that away and move on to my next bullet point uh between evans hemsworth and pratt they have all been in films together obviously throughout the marvel cinematic universe but hemsworth is the only one of those three that has been in a film with fellow best Chris contender Chris Pine when he was in the tw- 2009 Star Trek film acting as George Kirk, father to Chris Pine's James T. Kirk. I just want to clarify something really quick. So you're saying that just because he's in another movie with another Chris makes him better? Hell yeah. <laughs> it counts. Okay. All right. Chris Hemsworth is most famous, obviously, for his role as Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The man is a fucking god. Demigod. No, he's a full god. He's a demigod. False. You're false. (laughs) (laughs) Arguing Chris Hemsworth's most iconic film role, Thor, in favor of Chris Evans' Captain America is a no-brainer. Thor wins. First off, first off. In a fight, (laughs) Thor would completely destroy Captain America. Completely wrong. Mjolnir and Stormbreaker both enable Thor to hit hard, fly, and manipulate lightning. All Cap can do is block and frisbee his way into getting wrecked. I'm sorry, did you miss that scene in Avengers (laughs) where he hit the, the 
shield with his hammer and it made him fly away. He dinks it at best. Thor also... (laughs) (laughs) Thor would also beat Captain America in an unarmed fight because Cap might be a superhuman, but Thor has the strength of an Asgardian god. He's got super, super alien strength as opposed to superhuman strength. Did you just... Alien? He's, okay, so one second ago he was a god. Now he's an alien. He's an alien god. I think that just discredited you a little bit. Oh, hush. That you're... <laughs> <laughs> Thor also wins outside of the realm of physical battle because his literary origin is way more interesting coming from the legends of the Norse gods, the you most just epic... throw shade at Stan Lee like that, hold up, you hold fucking up. asshole. Hold up. Stan Lee is a legend and you just threw shade at him. <laughs> Forgive me, Stan. But no. the Norse gods have the most epic and arguably most batshit mythology ever fabricated by the human mind. And throughout the course of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thor is a way more dynamic character. Like, his character arcs are so much better and his development is way better than Captain America. Uh, from being an arrogant Asgardian prince to a hero worthy of wielding Mjolnir to a depressed alcoholic chonky boy and back to being a lightning-eyed braided beard badass. So More on Thor... that later when I destroy that <laughs> argument. Moving outside of the MCU and throughout the entirety of both of their respective careers, Chris Hemsworth has averaged more acting credits per year than Chris Evans has, averaging 2.4 films per year. 43 films over the course of 18 years, while Evans averaged only 2.3 films per year, 53 films over the course of 22 years. That being said, Chris Pratt and Chris Pine beat them both at 58 over 20, so 2.9 films per year for Chris Pratt and 56 over 17, 3.3 films per year for Chris Pine. Shoot, Chris Pine's yeah, Chris killing Pine's the game. killing the game. Three, almost three and a quarter, over three and a quarter year, films per year. My goodness. I think maybe that's why we took Chris Pine out of this because he's just on a, a completely different level from he the He also, the like, he's in a different kind of film genre most yeah, of the he, time. So, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Following his most recent film, The Extraction, uh, Chris Hemsworth's co star, Rude, oh God, Rude Raksha Jaiswal. Forgive me if I mispronounce that. I hope you find my ignorance charming. Uh, he said that Chris Hemsworth was very kind, giving me advice on how to relate the dialogues to my character. Once in the middle of a fight sequence, I got a scratch. He was so apologetic, calling the medics and assuming my mother, or assuring my mother, it wouldn't happen again. That's the sort of caring person he is. And how old is... Uh, he's like 17. I, oh. I could totally be wrong. Hey guys, it's Austin from the future. Rudraksha J. Swall is actually 16 years old. And fun facts, he and I share a birthday. Okay, back to the episode. I was like, why is he calling a grown man's woman, woman, a grown woman's man? What did I, I just I haven't say? read much on the extraction, but um, Rudraksha, he was like one of the younger actors in the film and like I, co-stars I with Hemsworth. grown man's mom, but he's oh. not a grown man. I, I don't know what I just said. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> Even outside of his acting career, Chris Hemsworth is still the best. First of all, he has a fitness app that provides access to a fitness program, meal plan, and mental health exercises that have benefited the quality of life for thousands of users. And he provided a six-week free trial in response to the beginnings of the COVID-19 isolation. He COVIDed hard. He COVIDed hard and was charitable about it. Thanks, Chris. Hemsworth. 
at the beginning of this year, he donated a million dollars to aid in relief of the bushfires in Australia. So super, char- super charitable dude, real life superhero. Um, and he's also married to Elsa Pataki, who's this beautiful Spanish model. That's that's just for me. I <laughs> Uh, Oof. they've been married for 10 years and they have three kids and th- in that case uh, Daddy Hemsworth has three up on Chris Evans what does that so have to do with out. anything he's a papa which means and he's Evans a responsible is a papa adult. to Dodger are you calling me a non-responsible adult because I don't have kids also what was this comment about Elsa being beautiful like that was just these are all just slights. Yeah, he's got a winning everybody, wife. Everybody should know that these are all just slights at me, and I'm taking them very personally hold right up, now. Hold and up. it's all just, just becoming this ball of anger <laughs> that I'm going to throw at you in like 30 seconds when I start my argument. I'm ready. And my last point for outside of film career <laughs> mm-hmm. is uh, Chris Hemsworth was into sewing as a kid because his family couldn't afford the like cool clothes. And he was just like, okay, I'll just make them myself. So that's a fun fact, and it kind of endeared me to him a little bit more. Moving on. Additionally, to all of this, in 2014, Chris Hemsworth was chosen Sexiest Man Alive by People Magazine, making him the youngest chosen Sexiest Man Alive since Jude Law in 2004. And that makes him Australia's ass. (laughs) Which is way better than being America's ass, because Australia is super cool. They've got better healthcare, they've got better beaches, they have a lower crime and homicide rates, and I would very much like to go there in the future. But they have way more deadly bugs and animals and shit. Cool. Oh, Jesus. Lots of sharks. Mm, The outback. I don't really have an issue with sharks. I do. Maybe because you don't bleed out of your vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's fair. We could throw away all of my other arguments because this is the universe speaking. On January 10th, 2018, Ellen DeGeneres had a wheel of Chris's that she spun and definitively landed on Chris Hemsworth as the best Chris. At that moment, over two years ago, the universe definitively decided who was the absolute best Chris. Okay, pause. Was Chris Hemsworth present at the spinning of this wheel? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's enough proof to cause some reasonable doubt as to whether or not it was rigged. If none of the other Chris's were there, then obviously it's going to land on Chris Hemsworth. In summary, Chris Hemsworth (laughs) is the best Chris on account that he is A, the better MCU superhero, B, the sexiest man alive and Australia's ass, and C, He's a super charitable, real-world superhero man. Boom. Well, you tried. And that's all that (laughs) matters. I think I won. Nope. Because looking at my argument compared to yours... Just because you wrote more, it means nothing. It means everything. Also, before I get into this, I know a lot about Chris Evans to begin with because I love him more than I love anything in this world except Molly. I don't love anything as much as I love Molly. Shout out to Molly. I love you. Happy third birthday. Um... (laughs) She's three. <laughs> She's no longer a terrible two, but I bet she'll still be a terrible. A monster three. She's a monster. That's what my mom said about me when I was three years old. She's currently into just like not doing anything I tell her to. So That's okay. She listens to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I already loved Chris Evans, but doing this research made me love him 
so much more. There's just so much about him that's lovable, and you all are about to find out about it. All right, ready? I'm super ready. Three, two, one. Good time of day, Your Honor. <laughs> um, <laughs> may it please the court, Kristen Bradley, because we're saying last names now, on behalf of Chris Evans is the only acceptable answer to which Chris is the best Chris. I would like to reserve, again, as much time as exists for my rebuttal because I'd really just like to yell at Austin about his incorrect opinions on this one. So first of all, that is America's ass, and that's all I really need to say. We've already went over But this. in all seriousness, Chris Evans is the Captain America. He is the first Avenger. He is the face of the Avengers. Sorry, Robert Downey Jr., but it's Cap. You dead now, so... <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Spoilers if you haven't seen <laughs> Avengers Endgame yet. All right. Well, he is also a beautiful, clean-shaven, blonde-highlighted representation of what it means to be an American superhero. Are you just going to describe his appearance? Did I not just do that? <laughs> Even when he was nomad, he was beautiful. He is the absolute best at portraying the goody-two-shoes Captain Steve Rogers character, and we love him for it. That being said, I am sure that Anthony Mackie is going to make a great Captain America, but this is strictly about Chris Evans. Further, Chris Evans has one of the most impressive, impressive filmographies out there. He started in 1997 with a Nat Geo documentary titled Biodiversity Wild About Life. Wait, no. Biodiversity Wild About Life. And he was Rick in that. Um, we're going to ignore Fantastic Four. Uh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I okay well that's my rebuttal <laughs> that's okay because chris hemsworth has starred in a lot of stinkers as well i mean no every single film he's ever been in has been a banger i've seen all of them no he hasn't all 43 he hasn't even seen 43 movies all right <laughs> <laughs> we're at 100 percent gonna bring up and he gets brownie points for the fact that he did some voices in teenage mutant ninja turtles he was also in robot chicken crazy do i need to remind you all that he was in scott pilgrim versus the world probably not and of course we have captain america in the mcu which is an entire argument in and of itself let's discuss chris's ability to play a wide range of characters for example a lovable dork a professional badass the villain and a loving uncle and intense father oh, 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 oh sorry those are two separate things he's a loving uncle in one thing and an intense father slash assistant district attorney in a TV show. Evans is so talented. He can be cast in literally anything and everything. A comedy, a drama, a superhero movie, and come on. Do I need to bring out the Knives Out sweater argument? What's that argument? You haven't seen the Knives Out sweater? Uh-uh. Is it a reference to a film that I probably haven't seen because I've only seen under 43 movies? Well, Chris Evans was in Knives Out that came out last year. I haven't seen that. And... It was a really good movie, by the way, and I can't tell you much about it because I don't want to spoil it, um, but he wore the sweater in the movie, and it was a huge internet thing. Like, he just looked really good in it. Please look it up. Knives out sweater. Oh, oh, the one that we just looked at with him mm -hmm. and his dog. Mm -hmm. With Dodger. Mm -hmm. with dodger dodger <gasps> there's one with dodger wearing it that is yes cute. that is that is one of the best arguments he put the sweater on dodger <sighs> that's pretty good okay nope chris hemsworth is still better go ahead no um i was gonna ask you to insert a whistle into when i brought up the 
sweater argument. And then I was going to say, just kidding, but oh boy, is that a Luke. It's a, a Luke. Luke. No, okay. we're, we're, we're not talking about famous Lukes. We're talking about famous Chris's. So I talked about his acting career and how he's much more actable. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> uh, he's the most delectable, I think is what you're trying to say. Ew. Which is false. Delectable. Delectable. In the sweater, maybe. Ooh. But um, what if Chris Hemsworth wore that sweater? It would probably it would burst. Be so good. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's too muscly for. That. Apologies in advance, Chris Hemsworth. When you hear this, and I'm like <laughs> assaulting you with my words. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to my second argument. Chris Evans is the most relatable Chris. He is an A-list celebrity, but doesn't live for the spotlight. On any given day, he would much rather hang out at home with Dodger. And guys, I'm going to give you this BuzzFeed link to look up, because if you do, you'll die of cuteness. Your heart will explode. It's just 14 pictures of Chris Hemsworth and his dog Dodger, or or just a video of Dodger singing to his little lion toy. So go to BuzzFeed.com and search Chris Evans' dog, and it'll come up, and it is life-changing just ask austin i made him watch all of the videos before this anyway in one article on mashable someone said in a world of trash men chris evans is trashless nobody in hollywood has a single mean thing to say about chris evans he is a sweet baby angel who needs to be protected at all costs that sounds like a liability like if he needs to what be are protected? you saying about someone who is in touch with their emotions and feelings and is not it just, it a complete like a fame whore who doesn't want to be outside. Him. Why are you talking over me? <laughs> Go ahead. We need to protect him at all costs because he is precious. Unlike trash men. Are you suggesting he can't protect himself? I'm suggesting that you're a trash man for interrupting me. Oh, burn. I'm a trash manda. We need to... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Father's Day is over. I need you to stop with these dad jokes, sir. <laughs> Please. As I was saying, I am tired of dealing with trash men, and so we need to protect the non-trash men at all costs. You understand that, don't you? Because I'm a trash manda. Oh. And he's like a rare breed. He is not a liability. I just want to keep him. Sounds like a burden to society to have to protect him. It sounds like a burden to society to keep having to deal with trash men. That's absolutely true. I agree with you on that, but I still don't agree with you that Chris Evans needs... Uh... It's okay. You're wrong, and I'm going to point it out in a second. Okay. Anyway, red carpet events make him nervous. Same, buddy. Oh, Personal questions make him squirm. Also same, dude. Uh, he once was pressured into admitting that he used to sing Neil Diamond songs to help his brother fall asleep. That he's a That's literal precious. angel. They're so cute. He sometimes talks about feeling like he's not attractive enough to play Captain America. And that's objectively false. But, like, yeah, we get it. We've all been there. He's so relatable. He's very humble. Yeah. Yeah. I do appreciate that in a person. Humility. Yeah. I'm amazing. I'm, like, the most humble person I know. So, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, God. You are just, you're lucky you're cute. Chris Evans is a self-aware celebrity, and it's honestly just the most refreshing thing. So moving out of movies and stuff, we're going to go on to Chris Evans being a social activist. So Evans uses his platform to preserve... Chris... <laughs> okay. The prosecution has one minute remaining. The prosecution says, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, so then there's the fact that Chris Evans is a social activist. Activist. Evans uses his platform to promote social Islamic justice and activism. Extremist. Extremist. <laughs> Sorry. 
The prosecution wouldn't only have one minute left if you would stop it in <laughs> making her laugh about stupid things. <clears throat> As opposed to many other celebrities, Chris Evans doesn't just use his platform to project his personal opinions onto his followers. He is creating an entirely new platform aimed at allowing his followers to form their own educated opinions. As described in an article on Wired, Chris Evans is creating a new website that would organize topics into sections, for example, immigration, healthcare, education, economics, etc., with a series of oh, questions. Oh, that's it. That's all you get. That's your 10 minutes are up. Oh, Don't make me throw this burning candle at you. <laughs> okay, for interrupting, I'll give you one more minute. No, <laughs> because I reserved infinite periods of time to rebut you and the rest of this after me telling you why he's a better person than you is all about rebutting your stupid arguments. So as described in an article on Wired, Chris Evans created a new website that would organize topics into sections, for example, immigration, healthcare, education, economics, etc., with a series of questions of the kind most Americans can't succinctly answer themselves. He has politicians answer the questions themselves in minute-long videos. Evans conducts the interviews himself, but he stays behind the camera so as not to draw attention to himself. Oh, humble boy. The site is a place for both sides of an issue so people can truly understand what's going on in American politics. It's actually like super, I didn't know that. Right. I mean, I've, Chris Hemsworth is the best. The website is called A Starting Point. Evans created it after watching a news broadcast during filming and being disappointed at how long it took him slash how much research he had to go through to find the answer to a simple question about an acronym for a policy, which was being widely discussed at the time. Yeah. Can... Like, do you know what DACA means, or do you know... I don't know what DACA means. Yeah, so this I... website that he's creating will I help like you this a figure lot. that out. Especially given all the news going on recently. I've been the most politically active and news conscientious that I've ever been in my entire life since the beginning of the pandemic and since the George Floyd protests. And I gotta say, news outlets are increasingly frustrating mm -hmm. because I'll get a little bit of context from Seth Meyers and Trevor Noah. And then from there, I'll go and find the actual Fox News or CNN reports that they're referring to. And those don't provide, like, hardly any more information. So thank you, Chris Evans. This is actually really awesome. This really strikes at my law student heart and interest because this is, I mean, being educated is really important. Mm -hmm. So in an attempt to combat the issue of understanding the complexity that is American politics, Evans came up with this website. So Evans actually flies out to Washington every six weeks and records more than a thousand videos of members of Congress and presidential candidates and uploads them to the website. It was originally slated to launch on June 4th but the launch was delayed due to the current events in the country. That was, I think, on the day that George Floyd's memorial service was happening, so they wanted to observe that. Also, shout out to Chris Evans for attending protests during this crazy time of unrest in our country. Showing your support in person is really important nowadays. I didn't see if Chris Hemsworth did that or did He's not, in but I mean, I'm sure he did, maybe. I have no He's idea. <laughs> definitely active on social media about social justice, but not to the extent that Chris Evans is because, let's like, honestly, what celebrity really is this involved that isn't like a celebrity because of politics, you know? Like Tucker Carlson. But he's not a Chris. He's not a Chris. Um, Chris, well, Chris Cuomo. There you go. He doesn't count. Game set match. Doesn't, I said that isn't famous because of politics. Kristen Bell, maybe, but. <laughs> I didn't choose her today. So when I have nothing to say, I just stare at Kristen uncomfortably. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I have nothing. It works. <laughs> That's how to win an argument. Stare blankly at the other individual. Anyway, 
People seem to be skeptical about whether Evans can truly present a neutral both sides website about politics, but he's trying and he's educating himself and others in the process. And that's such a commendable act because I feel like people are hit often by the spread of misinformation. And I think he's trying to get at that here. Misinformation like me being like, Chris Hemsworth was probably at a protest too. <laughs> yes. Not checking your sources. FYI, Austin Andrade, not a good source. I'm a super reputable source. Facts. <laughs> In conclusion, there is more to Chris Evans than impeccable and undeniable good looks and the ability to play a superhero. He is an extremely talented actor who is capable of starring in many different genres of film. He is a self-aware and relatable A-list celeb, and he is a great example for other celebrities to follow. On to my rebuttals, because these are really important, and I'm... I need to respond. I had one good rebuttal, because the other ones are just kind of like Fine. tacking on extra things, like the fact that Chris Hemsworth has a greater net worth than Evans. Chris Hemsworth's net worth is $130 million, whereas Literally, Evans is $80 million. Literally, that doesn't matter. Yeah. And the rubrics on those is like, I, I don't even fully understand. So ignoring that. But you, you brought up how Chris Evans is really humble and like doesn't like being in the spotlight. But Hemsworth also does his best to get away from the limelight when he goes home, back home to uh, his place in Australia with his family. It's located in like a quiet coastal village. And he's brought up in interviews how he likes, he chose to get a house out there because it's the farthest thing from a Hollywood lifestyle that he could find. So he like he values the separation of work home life, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Can I rebut the rest of your argument now? <laughs> Fire away, because that's about all I got. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm super excited for this because I have everything typed in all caps, which means I got heated while oh, no. writing these. Okay. My opponent's <laughs> argument that Hemsworth is better than Evans because Thor is better than Captain America is unfounded. My opponent seeks to argue that Hemsworth's ability to play a, a hyper-masculine, arrogant demigod <laughs> makes him better than Evans. Wrong. <clears throat> Evans' character, the Captain America, has a much more complex storyline and his ability to portray a strong male character who is also in touch with the world around him and has to deal with the losses of both loves of his life. Sorry. I'm really excited. He lost both loves of his life because Bucky and Peggy. R.I.P. Peggy. R.I.P. Bucky. Is he dead? No, Bucky's alive. I mean, Peggy. Oh, because he went into he future. Stop with the spoilers. Oh my god, if you have not seen <laughs> the first Avenger by now. Anyway, Evans is clearly the superior Chris there. I would argue that <laughs> Thor has been worthy of Mjolnir for far longer than Captain America has because he was always able to hold it. But no, then he, he wasn't. wasn't for a little bit. And then he was again. But Captain America only proved his worth at the very end of Endgame. Okay, but literally who Spoiler cares about the... <laughs> who It was not at the end. It was like in at the climax. Who cares about the length of time anyone has been able to wield Mjolnir? Also, throw back to the Avengers when Cap literally almost picked up Mjolnir. Which Avengers? Avengers Age of Ultron. There you go. <laughs> he almost picked it up and Thor literally shat himself. <laughs> <laughs> out of fear that Cap would could be as powerful as he was. We all knew he was pretending to not be able to pick it up. And even Thor knew that because he literally said when it happened in Endgame, I knew it. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Oh my god. It's such also, a good in Endgame, at that moment, Cap summoned Mjolnir to save Thor's ass from Thanos. So Thor literally said he knew it. And come on, dude. Like, May the record state that Kristen does not know how to spell Mjolnir. 
when Cap summoned Majulnir. I'm sorry, you're Mul- the one who uses the wrong yours. Oh my! In the Google Doc, don't dog. tell them. It's a secret. Can I finish? Can I repeat the end of this because I really like what I ended it with in the Google Doc. Oh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll let you say your thing again. <laughs> okay, we all know Cap was pretending to not be able to pick up. Could I ask you not to yell it? Mule- you're being so aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Live your best life. You're so lovely in every way. Of the daggers. How do we feel the sound when there's this uncomfortable glare? If you guys didn't know, the thing that makes Austin the most uncomfortable is when I stare at him and just, like, don't speak. And it's silent. And he feels like he needs to fill <laughs> fill the air with some sort of noise. But we it... can't have 10, 15 seconds of silence in our podcast. You edit it out. Oh. Is that... So. I was just doing that to make you uncomfortable. You succeeded. Dude, we all know Cap was pretending to not be able to pick up Mjolnir. Even Thor knew that because in Endgame when Cap summoned Mjolnir to literally save Thor's ass, he said, I knew it. Case dismissed. Bring in the dancing lobsters. I just fucking won. <laughs> um, And like I said earlier, we're not going to bring network net worth into this because it, it oh my it, god it, it just proves that hemsworth is willing to sell out and i Ka-ching. i mean like yeah by that token so is pratt and so is pine because they're all, all of them i think they're all worth, worth more, more than evans technically i mean pratt did jurassic park and which is ironic whatever. considering chris evans has the best assets He's super proud of himself. Bam, 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 bam. I can't see his mouth, but I, I could see how big your smile was based on your smile lines, and you were super proud of yourself for that. <laughs> and those are the arguments, the semi-professional ones in any case. Uh, case dismissed and bring in the dancing lobsters, I won. You kicked some serious butt. I really did. Hey, that's another a man, a man, trash Amanda, Amanda, Amanda Bynes, the Amanda Show, bringing the dancing lobsters. That's Austin's that, thought process. Is that a copyright protected? Should I not have said that? We'll 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 ask Amanda Bynes about that and just double check before we air. She's not taking our phone calls. No, <laughs> she hasn't replied to my emails. I've tried like seventeen times. Gosh dang it, Amanda! Pick up the phone. Well, those are our arguments, and uh, honestly, I I feel like you. Kicked my my booty on that one. I don't know why I'm censoring myself. You did that not like me. make you love him so much more. That was really like, nice to to learn about Chris Evans and uh you. I'm a very malleable mind, so it might be the best. Might not be the best rubric, um, but I'm convinced Evans is pretty good. So we can take on Pine and Pratt another day. Totally. Because I think that would be an interesting thing to dive into, especially with these expert opinions talking about other. Chris's as well, but expert opinions. Yeah, let's let's, let's segue dive right into, into that. Uh uh uh. Yeah, that's the <laughs> new song that I chose. <laughs> expert opinions. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. You go first. All right. So I found this BuzzFeed article, and it's just called "Battle of the Chris's," and there's this quote that pretty much sums up the whole issue for everybody. Um, it can get very confusing because they're all white, generically handsome, generally charming, often shirtless, and the stars of huge blockbuster movies featuring superheroes. But there was a poll at the end, and the poll results, as of maybe like two weeks ago, came out with Pratt on top at 32%. Evans, These are like approval ratings? This is like, it's a poll that was just like, who's the best Chris? Oh, okay. So, Pratt was on top, BuzzFeed 
users love Pratt. He had 32%. Evans, 26. Hemsworth, 25. They're very close. And poor Pine at 17. But honestly, Chris Pine is great. I think it's just he wasn't the superhero in his movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which we'll, I'll talk about later. But yeah. Do you okay. have an expert opinion for uh, me? I do. And this this kind of ties into my argument, but um, it, back in April of 2015, Jimmy Kimmel Live, they did a Avengers Family Feud in which uh, Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr., and Scarlett Johansson went head-to-head with Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, and Jeremy Renner, and they ended up winning because, obviously, Chris Hemsworth led the team and kicked butt. And I think that he's... was mostly because of RDJ, but... <laughs> sure whatever you want to say uh well there's a whole youtube video about it so go check that out it's hilarious and uh i delved down into the comments to get some (laughs) some expert expert opinions on this and uh here those user panda cute says chris hemsworth is like a giant compared to everyone else okay but thanks panda cute according to the interwebs he's only three inches taller than Evans. He's a giant. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Sure. I mean, that's like, He's that's only height, three that's muscle you. mass, that's overall sex appeal, that's... A giant. A giant. He's a, a giant sexy sex giant. appeal. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another user, Elski Barker, says, and this one's good, Chris Evans always looks like he smells really good. <laughs> He, does. he looks like he's always, like, fresh out of the shower. Like, always dressed That's really well. That's because he doesn't have any photos of him coming out of the gym like Chris Hemsworth does. But he clearly works out. Like, how? But, I don't know. It might just be, like, magic. He's a So he's wizard. actually, like, the scrawny dude from Captain America. Oh, yeah, that's Avenger. what he looks like in real life. <laughs> All of the... <laughs> everything following the first, you know, 30 minutes of the first Avenger... Was is all CGI. All CGI. 100%. All the rest of the films. All, what, 2019 of them? What is 2019 it? 2019. 2019. <laughs> Look out. 2019 Marvel films. That'd be... Crazy. I mean, probably someday. Someday? Someday. That's a song that I made up right now. <laughs> Thought you were gonna go with someday my prince will come, and I should have. No, oh well. copyright, dude. Don't do that to me. <laughs> That's why I wrote my own song, obviously. <laughs> someday, and I just infringed on your copyright. <gasps> I'm gonna sue you for that. No, you won't. Okay, so I found an expert, and this is a comment on Chris Pine that I found really interesting. Uh, it's from a sci-fi article titled the best chris of 2019 fyi the chris that won that one was evans because of knives out dag nabbit um need to watch knives out apparently it's a really good movie it's a good sweater it is a good sweater Uh, so there was a comment about chris pine in wonder woman where he played the role of a supporting character to a female superhero and rather than get grumpy about playing a supporting role that others in the industry might think is typically played by a woman he learned he leaned into it and took away a lot from it so this is and i think that was very effective in his portrayal and the outcome and it's just really refreshing to see a man in hollywood without a typical ego struggle when it comes to being a supporting actor for a woman it's very woman empowering that is cool that's not to say that any of the other chris's aren't woman empowering i just that was the comment that was made in that article nice uh i found another poll 
from a Mashable.com article in which Chris Evans also wins. Uh, <laughs> it says, Chris Evans is a reluctant Chris, which makes him the best Chris. Oh, where some celebrities seem article. born to live in the spotlight and leverage that... Wait, did you use this as your research? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Chris Evans, humble. I'm all about that. I appreciate it when people are humble and uh, entitled, self-important people are like the worst. So Absolutely. The very bottom of of that one where they the article says that chris evans win there's a which chris is the best chris poll mm-hmm. and i went ahead and voted chris hemsworth and, and you lost turns out chris hemsworth 23.1 percent chris pratt 21.69 percent chris pine in the back with 14.5 and chris evans with that was a super good drum roll 40.74 percent chris Evans, you are not a golden thunder god, but you are one of the best. He, now he's at 40.75 because I voted for him. Dang, you you contributed a whole 0.01% to that vote. <laughs> I'm not going to do the math. That's like at least seven voters, so impressive. Yeah. And then another one on theringer.com slash movies article. It had a lot of different rubrics, I, I guess. One of them was Mustache Chris. I present you with four photos. And there were four pictures of all Ooh, the Chris's rocking mustaches. That's interesting because they all look very different with facial hair. They really do. With or without and however they have it shaved, it's uh I would say epic. Pratt doesn't <laughs> look great with his. But the rankings on that particular rubric was... Everyone is in last place in this category and gets one point deducted. I honestly, Evans looks the worst with this mustache. It's <laughs> he really, really does. creepy looking. <laughs> with the clean shave and everything else, and yeah, just his big not... uh, bushy stash. Pine doesn't look too bad. I would take a pine, and I really the rest of them no. Mm-hmm. No, nah. <laughs> there was an, a part of this article under advanced Replace Chris me. metrics, um, V O R H value over replacement hair. VORH measures measures a Chris's hair contribution to the world when compared with, quote, replacement hair, which is defined roughly as average Chris hair. Chris Pine plus 4.73, Chris Hemsworth plus 4.25, Chris Pratt plus 2.37, and Chris Evans plus 2.15. Well, dang, Chris Pine. Yeah. He's, Whatever that he's means. He's got some good replacement hair. His hair contribution is off the charts. All right. Uh, one more from from this article. Their their quality late night time, which measures the amount of time a Chris spends on a late night television oh. show that is ideally good. Quote: Ideally good time is defined as any time spent not playing goofy games with oversized objects, lip sync, or rap battling, doing what? karaoke, or anything painfully out of touch. What? No, that's <laughs> the most fun. Have you seen? Okay, so obviously Chris Evans is gonna lose this category because he doesn't do interviews. But like, <laughs> haven't you seen the one with him and his brother, and they're like playing a game? With Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Yeah, I did watch that one. That one's Very so funny. funny. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. Uh, I'd rate it a perfect 5 out of 7. <laughs> Love, loved it. Wouldn't two change stars. a thing. 3 out of 5 stars. This is a 2-star review from Austin Andrade. That's absolutely true. Uh, 2 <laughs> out of 2. But here it says Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Uh, Pine wins. Pratt second. Chris Hemsworth was third place, saying that between Ragnarok and 12 Strong, Hemsworth has had one... 
the most to promote in the last year, which means he's been what the was most this, at risk for being a late night time guest star. Uh, I don't know what at risk means because it seems like it'd be pretty cool to like <laughs> sit on a stage with Jimmy Fallon or or one of the other interviewers and laugh and have a good time, but it's all good. And then Evans uh, kind of plummeted into last place on that this one. This article. This said nobody needed eight minutes of them showing off how much they know about each other. It was actually hilarious. I mean, yeah, this article is kind of tabloidy, and that's Ew. why I put it back in the, quote, expert opinions. Uh, yeah, they're not an expert. <laughs> that's why it's ironically expert opinions. And yeah. that is kind of the end of our argument. I, I feel like I lost terribly you, in this. You definitely lost. And I definitely have a newfound admiration for, for Chris Evans. I do have a couple of things that I noticed in doing all of our research with the Chris's. A lot of people making really bad videos in terms of arguing which one was better based on amount of films they've been in and amount of money they've made. And some of them were just kind of comparisons that were just like, these are facts about each of them and didn't really provide objective or subjective reason as to why one was better than the other. They were just kind of like, he's this old. <laughs> but there was a lot of interviews where they had both stars, both Evans and Hemsworth, being interviewed by somebody following the release of a film, and a few of them were really uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Uh, in particular, this one with a female interviewer who was being, like, super-duper creepy with the Chris's in such a way that felt like borderline sexual harassment. She was fangirling over them, but I feel like if you're... An interviewer for a company and you know you're on camera you, you should probably act professionally and it was kind of gross to watch an interviewer repeatedly talk about how sexy they were and at one point in the interview she got up to like hug chris hemsworth with, without any preamble it was really weird <laughs> yeah and i think we did a pretty good job of not making this argument about which one was hotter chris because like that's a stupid well yeah it was who's the better make. chris and chris hemsworth is hotter though no. <laughs> no. That doesn't matter. Because no, they, they really also don't. picked, like, Blake Shelton. I could year. nominate myself. And I think I'd win. No offense to Blake Shelton, but, like... I could beat Blake Shelton. Total offense to Blake Shelton. <laughs> I'm humble. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a trash man. I'm not a trash man. Are you going to say your thing about the last kiss? Oh, yeah. This was, like, a little fun fact from the Thor movie that I literally just watched before we started recording. Uh, apparently, in the final kiss of the Thor movie, it had to be reshot. So this is kind of like following the majority of the work being done. And uh, Chris Hemsworth was called back to do some filming in Hong Kong to do that last kiss scene. But Natalie Portman wasn't available to do that. So the director had brought like come out with two girls who had who were like about the same height and was like awkwardly like i mean you get to choose who do you want to kiss and hemsworth was like I, well my wife's here so like we could just bring her out she's about the same height and so they did her hair up and they ended up uh being the final kiss in that movie and i thought that was cool that's fun chris evans is single famously um <laughs> he's never dated anyone ever no he dated he's also jenny abstinent. slate well, <laughs> just him and jenny slate were together for a while and i shipped them hard but that's no longer a thing so you have a chance or i have a chance yeah that's true you we don't know. nobody knows i think i have a better chance with scott yeah yeah wait i think he has a 
a husband? Dang it. Boyfriend? I'm pretty sure Scott is taken. I guess that decides it. I would say Chris Evans, between the two, is the best Chris. So he will be moving on if we take this into a full into like bracket a tournament? challenge. Ooh. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, if you guys disagree with us, let us know via email at copapod at gmail.com. That's C-O-P-O-P-O-D at gmail.com. Do you want to read the next part? If you'd like to send us argument topic suggestions, send an email with debate about it in the subject line. Or put court of appeal in the subject line if you want to share your thoughts, updates, or additional argument points to previous topics. What are we arguing next week? Next week, we're going to argue toilet paper, over or under, which is the right way to put it on the roll. Austin has really strong opinions. I really do, because there's only one way. (laughs) Unless you're really trying to mess with someone. (sighs) For the sake of a prank. But that's I get the pranked only... all the time by you, and I can't do one thing. Flip your toilet paper. You haven't over. tried. I have. Have you? I was gonna do one last week during camping, but you had to drive my car down. <laughs> <laughs> so you felt bad. You were so like, I was like, I'm oh, not gonna really do nice. it. Yeah, I had a whole elaborate. Prank that's the most stressed I've been in a while. I felt really bad. But when we but finally I was got also, to the bottom, like, I was like, think goodness and i was super worried that i destroyed your car but i didn't but i didn't you didn't my car still runs it's a jeep i don't know why we were so like worried about it i mean but i was like not okay it was basically sideways woo we survived and Um, we survived this episode good job we uh, had a lot less stress during this one yeah thank you calming stone i guess it really yeah i didn't like blue blue chalcedony it's Cal Sydney. Cal Sydney. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. It's because it looks like the stone from Dragon Tales, honestly. I think that helps. That's a quality show. I, I think we should watch. We have so many shows on our list. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and before we go. Thank you all so much for listening, everybody. If you like what we're doing and you want more people to know about it, please go ahead and pop into Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and leave the Court of Public Opinion five stars and... Also, leave leave a written review as well, because that, on top of the five stars, really helps the podcast spread and enables us to see what you guys think of our show. You can also catch us on Instagram at C-O-P-O-P-O-D. At C-O-P-O-P-O-D on Instagram, and we don't have Twitter, but maybe I'll get into Twitter. We'll see. I don't know. It's a dark hole. (laughs) We'll catch you all next week for some toilet paper talk. Bye. Bye, guys.